you have happened upon the voice of the true resistance. Whether purposely or by accident, you are welcome here. No matter your political belief, you are welcomed here. My purpose is to voice my opinions on current events, promote civilized discourse, and hopefully do my part in reining in the extremism displayed by all sides. Start transmission. Welcome, listeners. Rest in peace, Charlie Daniels. One of the true patriot musicians. After tweeting on Independence Day, and I quote, We reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all, unquote. Colin Kaepernick signed a deal with Disney and Netflix to announce a series based on his life. I'd wager that a lot of people wish they were as oppressed as he was. For those uninformed, Kaepernick is a failed NFL quarterback that has turned to wokeness and is very successful at it. He previously signed a multi-million dollar deal with Nike. He's one of the few examples of someone who didn't go broke after going woke. The 1619 Project that alleges that the U.S. Revolutionary War was fought to preserve slavery is coming to a school district near you. Though the project's historical accuracy has been challenged by top historians from around the world, including one that actually worked on the project, school districts in Chicago, Washington, D.C., and Buffalo, New York have decided to include this fantasy in their history curricula. So, they're going to teach our young children falsehoods and sow even more hate into our society. The districts don't even take into account their fellow scholars' criticisms of the 1619 Project. In the past, I wasn't a fan of homeschooling, but I'm rapidly becoming one. Also concerning the 1619 Project... That beacon of Weight Watchers, Oprah Winfrey, together with the film production company Lionsgate, will be bringing this work of fiction, which is being presented as fact, to the big screen and television. Expect this New York Times fictional account of the founding of the United States to be rammed down our throats in the coming years to the cheers of the woke media critics. The U.S. Army's Equity and Inclusion Agency sent out a 4th of July email which included a graphic which labeled things like Make America Great Again, Celebrating Columbus Day, Denying White Privilege, Talking of American Exceptionalism, and Saying There's Only One Human Race are signs of white supremacy. Besides being a violation of the Hatch Act, which bans military and federal workers from engaging in political activities while on duty, I ask, why does the U.S. Army even have an equity and inclusion agency? All branches of the military already have an Equal Opportunity Compliance Unit, which handles complaints about discrimination of any sort. 
the good news is some members of Congress have already gotten wind of this email, and I hope appropriate action is taken to stop this from happening again, and that those responsible are given the appropriate punishment. Our buddies over at Black Lives Matter had a couple of rallies last week in which the crowd chanted, quote, death to America and death to Israel, unquote. The rallies were in support of the Palestinian terrorist Hamas and were held in Washington, D.C. and Brooklyn, New York. It wasn't apparent that this so-called movement isn't about racial injustice, but more about overthrowing the U.S. government. Well, I don't know what more you would need to convince you. Speaking of Hamas and its supporters, Congress thing Ilan Omar called for the U.S. economy and government to be torn down in an effort to root out oppression. This and many other comments about the supposed systemic racism this country has were made at a speech at the Minnesota State House. You know, it always amazes me how people like Omar, who got accepted to this country from a worn-torn place, like her home country of Somalia, then actually became a member of Congress, then claim oppression and racism. If I were her advisor, I'd be telling her to lay low. I mean, her asylum application could be reviewed, along with her immigration fraud and campaign fund inconsistencies. I hate to see her U.S. citizenship revoked because of obtaining it under false pretenses. Hmm. Maybe she doesn't realize this can happen, or maybe she thinks she's untouchable. I guess time will tell. You know, if you keep prodding the bear, eventually you are sure to get a reaction. Just saying. Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, that out-of-standards deep state operative and star impeachment witness, has retired from the U.S. Army. I'm sure they're celebrating somewhere. This comes after the White House held up his promotion to full colonel. Of course, he blamed Trump. I'm sure his command was glad to get rid of a controversial figure like Vindman. Politics have no business in the military. That's not part of the job. I'm sure the retired soldier will be getting gigs on CNN, MSNBC, and other sympathetic networks, and I'm sure a book deal is in the works. FBI Director Ray warns that the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, is the greatest threat to national security. Well, no kidding. He's just realizing this now. Hollyweird celebrities are teaming up with the Biden campaign for a series of Instagram live chats with the candidate. The goal being is to drum up excitement for Joe on social media. You can expect these events, including the spontaneous answers given, to be heavily scripted. And he'll probably still screw them up. The U.S. Senate has introduced a bill to officially stop birth tourism. Birth tourism is when a woman obtains a six-month tourist visa from our embassy, but the real reason is to give birth to a child in this country, 
usually on the taxpayer's dime. The child is an instant U.S. citizen, and now the family of the infant have a reason to be able to immigrate here. Lately, the Chinese have been the ones taking most advantage of this loophole, with even some high-ranking CCP members taking part. Hopefully this bill passes and becomes law, finally closing this channel of illicit immigration into the United States. And speaking of immigration, the Seattle Councilwoman, Kashami Savant, has called for the overthrow of capitalism and the government of the United States. She was the councilwoman who let protesters into the government buildings in Seattle and led a protest to the front of the mayor's house. She's an immigrant from India. I don't know if she's a naturalized U.S. citizen yet, but threatening to overthrow the government would be grounds to negate whatever status that enables her to stay in this country. Another immigrant that hates our way of life. President Trump has asked the Department of Treasury to look into the tax-exempt statuses of colleges and universities that are teaching radical leftist ideology, saying our children should not be indoctrinated. This is the way to attack this problem, in my opinion, via the Ponca book. After the 60s radicals were defeated, they drifted to education, the perfect place to hide. We are now experiencing the effects on their infiltration. How about getting rid of some of the made-up degrees while we are at it? Facebook and Twitter are still in full censor mode. The recently pardoned Roger Stone, a former advisor to Trump, had his Facebook page deleted and was accused of having 40 fake accounts with links to the Proud Boys, who mainstream media like to label white supremacists, though they have Native American, Hispanic, and African American members. Stone denies any links to the phony accounts. Over at Twitter, more conservative voices were silenced, with most of the disaffected jumping over to Parlay, or Parler. It's actually called Parlay. And I recommend you guys jump over to that, too. Editorial. Hate crime hoaxes. These last four years have witnessed a huge increase in people reporting hate crimes, which turned out to be false. From Muslim women reporting harassment on public transportation, Ivy League school professors reporting of finding nooses in their office, ex-NFL players robbing their own stores and painting pro-Trump messages on the walls of the business, and, of course, the Jesse Smollier hoax. They are still continuing, and media just loves to run with these stories. I'm sure you wonder why they keep happening. They keep happening because there is no punishment for doing so. What do the perpetrators have to lose? They get their 15 minutes of fame, and if they don't get caught, riches are bestowed on them. Laws, if not already enacted, should be enforced, the key being enforced on these hoaxes. And I bet you'll see a decrease in the amount witnessed as of now. Thank you for listening. I hope this provoked thoughts and not just emotions. You can contact me at nnopodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay safe. 
and open-minded. Take care, folks. End transmission.